We have a very, very special guest today and an amazing show. We're going to be hearing from the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the, the the police officer, our own police chief, Orlando Rodriguez. Chief, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing very well. Are you often introduced as the man, the myth, the legend, or... No, no, no. Do you, do you have, like, walk-in music when you get into the office? No. Uh, I, I told him to knock it off. I, I don't need music. Just call me O. Just call me O. Call me o and, uh, and that's it. They, they don't call me. They do call me chief. And I said, stop calling me chief. Okay. I'm just a regular deputy. Just a guy. Just a guy. Just just some guy who's going to come in here. But you also manage the police department in the city of Sonoma. Yes. And we're going to talk about all sorts of things. Um, but I want to thank you for coming in. Um, it was cool of you to come in with your horse. I like that. Because you mounted <laughs> patrol with the sirens on. That's very very clever to, to be doing that. And uh, I wish we had a video of you doing that. Otherwise. Yeah, I, I do have my cowboy hat with me, so I'll have to wear it every once in a while. I was going to wear it for the 4th, and I said, I better not. People might, might get upset no. or something. Did, did you do You went to the 4th of July parade, I Yes. Think. Isn't I it, we have one of the best 4th of July parades in America. Oh, yeah, we do. It's amazing. And people don't know this. There's a big, it goes all the way around our plaza. Everyone can see it. Um, and a cast of thousands and music yes. and stuff like that. We had people lining up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Walking Jeez. to the plaza to set their chairs Seriously, here. So that's, that's like, uh, it was amazing. <laughs> I did see all the things like don't go, you know, people playing the night before to put up their, claim their area and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But, well, I know uh, you've, you've been police chief here for how many years? Uh, four, four years. Four years. Okay. That's not bad. And uh, people might not know this, but essentially you also work for the Sonoma County Sheriff's Department. We contract with the Sheriff's Department That's for, correct. for you. So you're not elected chief or something like that. Yeah, I'm not select. Well, I'm kind of selected by, you know, the city manager and the okay. mayor okay. kind of made the last decision. But okay. yes, uh, I'm appointed by one of those two. Do you have to take some sort of like test? Is there a physical challenge? Is it a trivia <laughs> night? How do, like, how do you become the chief of police? Well, it's uh, hard work and dedication. That's for sure. You, okay. you don't you don't get to promote up the ranks unless you uh, you know you dedicate yourself to the community, the police department, and and work cases and okay. uh, solve crime and and learn how to manage. Wait, so you were you stationed here in Sonoma Valley before that, or did you know the area? I was actually okay. uh, when we took over the contract for the city of Sonoma was in 2004, and I was pretty much handcuffed and told you're going to come and work here. <laughs> and, <laughs> And believe me, I wasn't the only one. Uh, Sergeant Barraz was the other one that's still here with us working. Okay. And he was had the same feeling, right? We came from PDs right. and we're like, I don't want to go work to a PD right. again. Right. And when we got here, it took us about a month when we said, this is our home. This is the best spot? The, oh, yeah. We just like loved it. And we're like, we're not leaving. And you're he actually out, he out beat me. He, he stayed in Sonoma for 10. I made it for about five years. And then I went to detectives again. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. And so do you, but do you have the, the opportunity to go to other police officers and detectives and, and other parts of the Bay Area and say, I have the best job? Oh, yeah. Because, so, you know, take oh, that, Calistoga. Even around here, Sonoma. Yeah. Even around our, our own. Sonoma, when we uh, we meet once a month with all the police chiefs right. uh, of Sonoma County, and uh, 
some of the times I have to meet on Zoom because I can't go in there, and they're right. like, "Oh, you couldn't come in today." I go, "No, it's you know, it's Sonoma, <laughs> and we have our our weekly wine tasting right. thing, and they're just like, oh. and you get your prosciutto. And <laughs> yes. like, well, it's almost Pinot o'clock, yeah. Day, so yeah, uh, so they just I just make them laugh. So it's uh, so it's funny, but they know it's very nice here. It's and, good, good posting. Well, tell me, how did you come to? be in Sonoma Valley. Are you from here originally or where'd you grow up or what's no, your story? I, I grew up in Butte County, a small okay. town called Gridley, California. It's okay. uh, just south of Chico. Okay. Uh, grew up there, was a farm worker uh, growing up. Uh, eventually I said, I'm not going to work in the fields anymore mm-hmm. and, and got a job at a store. Like and a grocery store or like a retail store? It was store? a retail store. Okay. Right? There was the old Radio Shack store. Remember those? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Worked, you worked at Radio Shack. I worked at Radio Shack. <laughs> Wait uh, a minute. We're sitting in the studio. You could have done all the wiring and stuff. I, I don't could. Know why. I, I could you probably hook the stuff. Right. He's sitting there watching me like <laughs> try to get this right. And like I forgot to push the button. Oh, my God. All right. So, so you worked at the Radio Shack so in Gridley, California. In Gridley, California. And uh, the when I got hired, it was funny because the boss, my boss, uh, Joe, hired me and he... You know, like any other business owner, they mm-hmm. they saw uh, retail and business with the Latino community. Mm-hmm. And he hired me and he said, I'm hiring you because I'm losing customers. They come mm-hmm. in here, we can't communicate. And also, there a was a growing speaker. Spanish-speaking community. I'm assuming predominantly at the time were they migrant workers mm-hmm. and then did they start staying? Yes. They, and then following the, uh, the harvest? Yes. Okay. So I got a job there and uh, minimum wage, of course. And then within wow. about two to three years, I was getting paid a little bit over a lot more than minimum wage and bonuses. Good for and, you. And my parents thought, hey, you made it. You During the winter, you yeah. don't have to worry about the cold because you get heat. During the yeah. summer, which it gets up to 100, you right. have air conditioning. Right. And they were happy for me. They're like, you made it. <laughs> like, oh, well, I don't think this is it yet, you know. So eventually I, uh, you know, I went to college. Uh, I had to grow up eventually, you know, because I was, a, you know, uh, if I would have lived in Sonoma, I would... I would have been stopped a hundred times. You would have been known. I would have been known. You were, this is the suspect is known to police. <laughs> I was known to Did police. Did you have one of those cars? Because right now my son, he's a teenager, and every car that goes by that is super loud and stupid, and I'm at that age where I'm grumpy and I live on a corner. I'm like, God, that kid is such a. And I say a word I can't say. Uh, he goes, that guy is so cool. I'm like, no, that's dumb. <laughs> were you like one of those guys? I, I had a mini truck. Oh, I had my lowrider mini truck. You had a lowrider mini? Yep. Was it like a GMC? What'd you have? It was an Isuzu. Pop. Oh, so I called yes. it the Uzi. So um, it was black. It was lowered, and the back of the bed was filled with speakers. I had two fifteens, two twelves, and two tens in the back. Uh, every time I would go visit my girlfriend, they they hear me for blocks and say, "Hey, your oh, boyfriend's on his way." He's coming. Yeah, and was your girlfriend's dad like, "Oh God." I don't think he. I don't think he could hear at that time Was anymore. Deaf is probably the best, and you got all the wiring from Radio Shack. So oh heck yeah! It, it was great advertisement. Oh I my mean, god, you had an Isuzu pop. I freaking love that. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it, it was. Uh, you know, time to grow up. Eventually, I had to grow up. Eventually, I met the the love of my life, who mm-hmm. kind of changed me around and kind of told me, "What are you going to do with your life?" Right. Oh, I go, right. Yeah, you're right. So I went to the academy, put myself through the academy. Okay. Uh, and I, I think on the summers I did work at a rice, uh, harvesting rice. So, really? Yeah. So during the summer I did that to get extra money. Wait, wait, wait. How do you harvest rice? Is it? Well, you start in, in April, May, you start plowing the field, okay. soften it up. And this is in the Central Valley of California. Uh, right? This is in, yeah, North, Northern California. Northern California. So just Chico, so people yeah. know, like it's not, Sonoma Valley, we don't grow a lot of rice. I think you need water and kind of flat That's areas, right. which we don't have a lot of here. Good for grapes where we are. Mm-hmm. So you have a flat area. Uh, and is, is it kind of flooded or something like that? We or? do flood it, yeah. So once you're done plowing the field, discon mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. soften it up, 
they basically take some planes and they just throw the seat on the <laughs> they throw the seat on the for real uh, yeah they, they seat it by the air they seat it by the air okay and then they flood the field uh-huh. and then either they'll uh, um, yeah and then you let it flood uh-huh. and then within about three to four months it starts growing and it's you like a grass see, it looks it's like, like a grass, grass grows yeah. over the over the water and eventually it dries up mm-hmm. and then you get a bunch of wheat okay you know a bunch of rice and then you take the harvester. So like a combine kind of thing or a tractor? Okay. Yeah. So it's a it's a machine called the harvester. It's okay. got a big wheel that just basically grabs the seeds oh, and okay. starts plowing it into a big bin. Okay. And then you get a, a additional car on top of that. It's called a bank out. Uh-huh. So it's got a big carry, carrier, a big oh. metal carrier, a big bin, and it throws the rice into that. Okay. Once that gets filled, you go throw it in the big truck, the semi waiting for you. Got you, it. You throw it in there, and then you go back at another load. And that truck goes to the cow rows. And that goes to the silo, and that's whatever. where they, they start making, and they start. A lot of people don't know that California grows a lot of rice. Yeah, we do, especially in Northern California. That's why right. there's a lot of mosquitoes up there. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> uh, long sleeve shirts. and. and oh, yeah. But, you know, like the Isuzu pup, would, uh, the sound would keep the mosquitoes away. Oh, heck that, yeah. Was that man. your plan? Yeah. That was my plan. I, I mean, I think when I, when I did my background to get a job uh, after I went to the academy, you have to fill out a background packet, basically give everybody you know, mm. pass people that you've known, mm. past girlfriends, everything mm. in your criminal record mm. and your, if any, arrests or tickets. Mm. And I had to get like a second page because I had like about <laughs> 23 tickets. For real? <laughs> For real. <laughs> like sound violations or Sound, what? no seatbelt. Because during the time, remember, we didn't wear seatbelts at that time. Well, and then the law passed right. and we still didn't wear seatbelts. Right. So I was like, you got to take And you used to be able to uh, put all 10 of your kids in the back of the pickup truck. Oh, heck yeah. That was because it was air conditioning naturally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you could stand up. Exactly. Like Not a big deal. You're kind Not of surfing and that's it. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I traveled to the Dominican Republic with my son, he, he, we were you know going around the countryside and kids were right in the back of the truck. He goes, Dad, that's the coolest thing ever. I'm like, well, that we used to do that in the 70s and 80s. Uh, but you're only seeing the kids that survived. So it's, <laughs> you know, it looks cool. <laughs> but going on the freeway that way is not smart. But yeah, it's funny. All right. So how did you end up um, going from, you went to the, you got accepted after they saw the second page, the third page, yeah. the fifth page of your Yeah, record. because I, I'd had like three years where I didn't get any tickets. And that's what they told me. Three of the, uh, <laughs> three of the officers that I knew at the time right. that would come and mentor me and wanted me to get into law enforcement. They said, Orlando, just take the bus for three years. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they pretty much told me. And uh, so I had a clean record. And then okay. eventually I filled out a, uh, uh, after I got done with the academy, I filled out an application, Petaluma, a whole bunch of agencies in oh, Petaluma. Okay. And Petaluma was, actually, it's a funny story. I, I applied at Woodland and local and I couldn't get anywhere. And a friend of my wife's or my girlfriend at the time said, hey, they're always hiring at Petaluma. Go to Petaluma. So hmm. I went over there, took it as took her advice and went over there and applied. Within three months, they called me okay. and they started my background. And they hired me within three months. They really? Like, and they said they were looking for Latino applicants. That so you did a Spanish yeah, speaker? Spanish speaker, everything. Because like, okay. everything I had done with the store, I pretty much sold myself on what I was able to mm-hmm. do about mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, how I would contact the Latino community, mm-hmm. how, you know, effective I was. Mm-hmm. So they hired me. And, uh, and from then on, that's how I got to Petaluma. Eventually in 99, I left Petaluma to come to the sheriff's office. Okay. And started my career here at the sheriff's office. And in 2004, yeah, because I, when I came to the sheriff's office, I went to Narcs right away. Okay. So the Spanish civility, right? So they put me right in Narcs and I was working day and night. Oh, no. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was nonstop. Okay. And uh, I got to actually, I got a canine. 
So okay, I got oh, that's a, cool. a, a, sniff, a dog sniffing canine, so okay. drug sniffing for drugs. And, and you're going to bring those home. And Drew, they're, like, they're like work cars. Yeah, you're going to bring yeah. your dog home. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool. It it's like cool. a family member. Yeah. So I went to training down in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a six-week school in San Bernardino. And okay. then we got to go work the border in San Ysidro. Oh, wow. So that was cool. And we got okay. a... Uh, I ended up getting a uh, pickup truck with a camper shell, had a false camper shell on the top with about 100 kilos of marijuana. And uh, yeah, it was cool. It was like- You found that. Yeah, my dog did. Hold on. (laughs) What's so funny is because now you're like in charge of the police area where it's legal to grow marijuana and 100 kilos. Now your job is like, I hope you paid your taxes. I know. That's my day. Pay the taxes now. (laughs) <laughs> oh, see, if only that truck was full of speakers, you never would have caught him. Yeah, I would have never caught him. So I, so then when I, I got done with Narcs, I went back to patrol, and okay. that's when we took over the contract, and that's yeah, how I came here. to Sonoma. All right, so now we're in Sonoma Valley. You you love it. I know you live just, uh, I call it extreme northern Sonoma Valley, mm-hmm. um, and I live even further extreme <laughs> northern from you. Um, what are... Being here, I know they call you O, and you don't want to be chief, and you don't drive around really in a car all day. But you must go to some favorite spots for like lunch or to get coffee or things like that. So I'm going to ask you, because cops (laughs) seem to know where the good places are for lunch. Where's a good place? If you were going around and getting lunch someplace, between here and like, say, Kenwood, where where do you go? Well, uh, when I'm at work, it's... Pete's, because I've oh, seen Pete's you there. Pete's Coffee. Yeah, so everyone and should know that we have an official standing Pete's Coffee <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> we see each other there. Because <laughs> I can just walk from the police exactly. department there. It's like right. it's a good exercise. It's good, good to get out and just clear your head for a little bit. Exactly. And then talk to people when right. you see them there. Uh, one of the other ones is the best. It's just way out there, exclusive. All right. You know, uh, you get to have, actually have a good meeting if you want. Right. Because you're kind of out there. Uh, for lunch, um, it's the uh, the deli over there on 8th Street and... And uh, what is it? Fifth. Oh. Um, yeah, not not the uh, the Feinberg Deli. Shall we? Yeah, Vine, Vine, Vineberg, Vineberg Deli. Deli. Oh, yeah, it's a good spot. That's that's our go to. A lunch. lot of people stop there. Also, they have barbecue out there, and a lot of people stop there on the weekends because mm-hmm. it's kind of between going out to the wineries and they're coming into town and stuff like that. Yes, oh, that's a good spot. All so right. that's our go to place. Now, if I want to sit down and have a lunch, a business mm-hmm. lunch, it's either in the plaza somewhere. It's okay. either El Dorado or um, good French fries. Yeah, great French fries. And, uh, or, um, uh, Mary's Pizza. Okay. You know, Mary's Pizza, underrated in the sense that people don't know it's a classic, fantastic pizza spot. And the Slice Shack, I bring this up all the time, but if you just want a piece of pizza, there's not places you can get just a single slice. Yes. And they'll, and they'll heat it up for you and you can sit out there in the plaza. I love to do that. Yes. It also gets me away from my office because yeah. I can uh, I can watch the tourists instead of them watching me. You know, <laughs> I'm like ha, I gotta watch them. Um, yeah, but you can't go wrong anywhere here. I mean, right. it's just you know, uh, I'm right now on a on an exercise diet, so I had I had to stop. I had oh. to stop because you can go anywhere in Sonoma here. It's great starting at here. Um, I mean, where do we go? Starting at at Kenwood, you know, yes. that's tips. Oh, great place, Tips, tips Roadside. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Tips Love Roadside. That. You can stop there and eat. Breakfast, lunch, or it's dinner. It's amazing. Right? Yeah, the great brunch. They have like New Orleans uh, inspired food, uh, the beignets and stuff like that. Yeah. And then That's on cool. our on our days off, when I'm with my wife, we go mm-hmm. wine tasting. Okay, uh, we'll we'll go to VJB's because it's oh, a, a great atmosphere there. Yeah, like VJB's a neat Italian kind of plaza. They have the pizza. They have the gelato. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you said you're on a diet, but we're just mentioning all these great places. You I know. I want to go eat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, if you just walk a little bit, I'm sure it just, it just, yeah, it'll <laughs> even itself out or something like that. Well, that's, you know, there's all that stuff 
for exercise? Do you ever like get out and go hiking in Sonoma Valley or uh, walking or because you're always working? Maybe you don't do that. And, yeah, no. And, and that's something I, I should do, especially when we got Montini Preserve. Mm-hmm. We we did hike that one time when people were complaining about oh, right, so people out there. So uh, the code enforcement officer, Bob Smith and myself and our CSO at the time, we took a hike up there. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. And it was actually, it's nice. And uh, yeah, I mean, I saw maybe one bike guy biking up there, but it's not how people made it sound, right? Oh, was it the complaint about mountain bikers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the, it's all the time. And Wait, like, are we going to get police officers on bikes? Do we, we do. have any? We have some on You haven't them? seen them? Um, no, because I'm always hiding from them. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> we do. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Yeah. They actually went out on the bikes uh, the day before the 4th of July okay. just to go do a little tour around the plaza oh, awesome. and check, check back doors, check, you know, for okay, suspicious packages, okay, right, stuff okay. like that. Uh, I know we, we, yeah, yeah. we, we're sneaky. We don't, we don't really no, tell people that. that, but, um, but they were supposed to go out for fourth, but it was just too hot and muggy yeah, yeah. and there was just tons of people there. It like was this. almost tropical weather for the fourth. Mm-hmm. It was very weird. And it's not common in California in the summer. Uh, it was normally dry and hot. Um, okay. I didn't know about the cops on bikes. I apologize. I'll have I'm them stop by your You should. I know. So I'm trying to get hi. more bike parking. I just had a meeting with the city where we're going to get more bike parking, hopefully on the street. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, uh, there, there's like 250 bikes in Sonoma right now from between all the different hotels and the visitors and the locals. So, we're really trying to make it a little bit easier to, to manage. So, uh, that'd be a big thing. But, okay. So, wait. What's interesting is that you didn't, you weren't as a kid wanting to become a cop. Like, you weren't like nine years old and like, I'm going to grow up and become a police officer. Yeah. I, I think as a kid, I mean, if you, if I think from zero to seven, I used to watch... You know, like we had an old black and white TV that okay. was like a 10 inch or something like Rabbit that. Rabbit ears. Your dad would yell at you. Yeah. One of you had to hold it. Right and right. Uh, and I, I just remember watching uh, Mannix. Really? It was a cop show really? back in the 70s. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. And uh, and I loved it because he had a phone in his car. <laughs> right? And I go, how does he have a phone that's in his car? magic. It's right? magic, right? Right. And uh, so I watched that. And then later on, when I we came to, when we migrated to California, mm-hmm. I started watching Chips a little bit. Okay. okay. Watched that. That was pretty cool. The accidents were awesome. They're, they're fantastic. <laughs> so, and that's important enough. So you, you moved to California. Mm-hmm. So were you born up there in Northern, in uh, uh, Gridley? I was, no, I was born in, uh, in Mexico, San Luis, were, oh, San Luis Rio Colorado, Sonora. It's a border town with San Luis, Arizona, which is close to you, my Arizona. Got it. So kind of out in the desert where a lot of agriculture it's des- is. It's all desert. Yeah, but right. it's all tomatoes, all kinds of lettuce. If you want uh, lettuce. lettuce in Wisconsin in January, guess where it comes from? Yeah, Arizona. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and along that whole area there. Okay. So we, we started, we migrated to Blythe, to Blythe California. Mm-hmm. So we would go back and forth from Yuma and Blythe. And then okay. we went to El Centro okay. uh, and Brawley, spent some time there. Okay. Uh, uh, so then eventually we followed our cousins to Gridley where, Got you it. know, there was a cannery, a peach cannery there at the uh, time. Okay. And then in 74, and then we stayed there in 75. And so that's where we just became, that's Boom. where we stayed. And you became the known entity with the awesome truck. That's right. And then the Radio Shack hookup. <laughs> and then, so, okay, I, I'm, here's, the reason why I'm, I'm queuing this up is uh, some people get their image of becoming a, a police officer, like, from TV, mm-hmm. right? And so it sounds like you get a little bit Mannix, which I think he was a detective. I'm trying to remember. Yes, he was. Because um, a lot of TV shows are mainly about the detectives, right? Because mm-hmm. that's, the, I don't know. Because they always, especially in the 70s and 80s, they were always working against the chief who was always like <laughs> trying to bust them down. And there was like a wah-wah pedal yeah. and, you know, always music. I'm going to, um, if, if you'll bear with me, I'm going to play some music from different TV shows. 
and we're going to see if you can kind of guess All right. what TV show it's from. Now, you always have the out. You could always say, well, I wasn't in the country at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wasn't. <laughs> oh, you definitely were. So I'm going to see. I'm going to play some of these. Hopefully, we can we can hear them. And then you just tell me when you, when you guess what it is. Okay. All right. Here, here we go. So. Just chips. Oh, that was so easy. <laughs> How'd you get that one so fast? That um, right there. Everyone knows that part. Yeah. Um, what I love about chips is because I grew up in Northern California, mm-hmm. and that's based down in Southern California. Mm-hmm. People who don't know, so chips, California Highway Patrol. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. A lot of people don't know that either. No. That it's like a kind of an acronym. Or and chip. we call them chippies. Yeah, the chippies. Yeah, you go hang out with there. the chippies. <laughs> and uh, whenever you see one of those guys in your rearview mirror on 101, you're like, oh god, I hope everything. Blah, blah. You know, you're kind of like saying a little prayer that you're taillight's not out um but i thought la was entirely populated by huge car crashes and then you know the la river which has it's all concrete mm-hmm. it's right all concrete. It's like, and, and they always drive through you know uh so ponch and john were the yeah. two main characters i think they swapped out john halfway th- i can't remember like it was different john time. yeah he, he switched them but yeah. but uh ponch would always like ride through the la river and it was amazing and uh yeah, that was a great show. It was great. I loved the accidents. I loved it. <laughs> they were <laughs> always in the nick of time yep. and then the explosion. So uh, I'll, I, I'll try this one, though, see if you got it. And uh, here we go. I was going to say Hill Street Blues, but I'm not sure. That's it is Hill Street Blues. You are so good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now, you can, now you can tell, right? <laughs> yeah. That's you're amazing. Okay, that's yeah. So that was a 1981 and 1987, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I you know only watched like two or three episodes of that, but always right. heard that music. Right. And I'm like, I'm one of these days. I have to find where to watch it because it was. I, everybody says it was a great show. It was kind of like the iconic 80s gritty. Uh, so whereas Chips was bright and you know mm-hmm. explosions and sort of like uh, oversaturated colors mm-hmm. in L.A. Hill Street Blues is like, you know, gritty and be careful out there. And, you know, one of those. Is that something you say? Do you guys actually do that uh, on TV shows? They always have the, the shift comes together and there's a desk. Mm-hmm. And then the person in charge comes up and says something. Briefing. Yeah. The briefing. And then the, the smart ass guy is like, oh, God, blah, blah, blah. and yeah. then you like say, O'Connor, you got to go out there and do it. And then <laughs> he knocks over a chair. Does that happen every day? Uh, they don't knock over a chair anymore. No. Okay. <laughs> but you, when you go into a briefing and if you're new, you have right. to wait till everybody sits down. Because you don't want to sit in the old timer's chair. Oh, that's a no-no. Okay. <laughs> does the old timer by law have to have a cool mustache? Uh, you just know or... that he's the old timer. Okay. <laughs> because he, he, he walks like your dad. After, you know, he's mad. He's like, okay, that's the old timer. <laughs> that's right. He's like, oh, not this again. All right, this one. Okay, here we go. Here we go. That's a modern one. That's Law and Order. Right? Good, that is, yeah. that is Law and Order. That's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. Law and Order. First of all, uh, is is fantastic because it also introduced the doink doink, right? So whenever there was a change in like a scene, there was always some guy packing boxes, right? And he's like, "Oh yeah, I know. I, I saw the girl at this time." And for some reason, every witness had near perfect recollection <laughs> of like the random stuff, and then something would happen. And they, they would go to doink, doink, and then it would change, right? So, and who was it? God, the detective. Um, he was in Dirty Dancing. He was the dad. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, Jer- Jerry Orbach. Yeah. Jerry Orbach. He always had like a, a wise, yeah. kind of a wise ass thing to say. Um, okay. You got this one. Here we go. 
That's Shaft. <laughs> that is Shaft. <laughs> so, <laughs> Shaft was uh, the 70s. Yeah. Classic. I think Isaac Hayes wrote this. Mm-hmm. Um, God, this is such a great that, song. That was awesome. <laughs> this is such a great song. Um, play just enough so I don't get hit by copyright. Um, yeah, so Shaft was a detective, I think, yes. or a cop. Uh, and he had a, a cop. he had a great mustache. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Roundtree played him. Uh, and uh, it's just all around fantastic. And the... Uh, and it seems like when I when I first got hired, when that they would say shaft, you know, a lot of the cops would say, yeah, that's the way we used to take care of things. We can't do that anymore. Right. No, like somebody's do. getting battered. Right. We go take the husband and say, okay, we're, right. we're sick and tired of you beating up your wife. Just gone. And he's like, they're going to teach him a lesson. <laughs> and like- I do remember when I was a kid, when I was a kid growing up in low income housing. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was actually, we were only like four Latino families at the time, and there, everybody mm. else was actually white mm. and low income. And I remember our neighbor, she was a battered wife. And mm. I think one time she came in or knocked at our door and she was bleeding from her eyes. Mm. And they, we called the police and they came over. And then I remember my dad and probably three or four other guys. Went and had a talk. Went and had a talk with that guy. Mm, mm. And then they moved. <laughs> really? They yeah, because they're like, we're tired of you beating up your wife. Wow. That's right? crazy. And it was just kind of weird how, you know, things were done back in the day mm. that now it's like, no way we're going to do that. Right. There's, there's laws and order. There's law and, and order and now. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully there's support and a lot better system now, mm-hmm. I hope. That's, yeah. that's probably the hardest part of your job. I know we're kind of keeping it light, but I know it's, it's hard. Things that police officers are exposed to. You know, it's not like my job. I get to talk about ice cream and, and wine tasting and awesome stuff. And, of course, you know, we're, we're always that way. But I know there's a whole other side of stuff that you have to deal with. And I imagine that can be hard. And, uh, you know, people appreciate that. I'm glad that there's people like you doing that. Mm-hmm. But I imagine it's not easy. So. It's not. And, and it takes a lot of mentoring, right, to do it the right way, to do it right, to make sure we, you know, we document and mm. we keep trying to help people as much as we can and and. Educate people, you know, mm-hmm. when it's a crime and when it's not. Because right. sometimes, you know, it's how come you guys didn't see it coming? We did, but we can't. We can't really just grab somebody and right. put them away. And you can't predict the future. Right. We right. can't predict what they're going to do. And behavior, a lot of behavior, you see it, and it's like to to for us to okay, we need to concentrate on this person. But then, mm-hmm. are we stalking them? Are we picking on him? Are right. we doing or him or her? You know, and it's the things like you know, unless there's a crime. We can do something, but right. if there is no crime, we can give you other avenues like, uh, you know, civil restraining order, mm-hmm. things like that. So, okay. but yeah, we see a, we see a lot of negativity. It's I mean I, I don't have that music queued up, but remember the uh, the, the movie Minority Report with Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and the Office of Pre-Crime, and it was but it was science fiction, but like it was interesting concept. You know, and that's what you know science fiction is supposed to make us think about extrapolating now to what could be. Yes, but we're still not there yet. No, and we have a long ways to go. And, go. and that movie wasn't entirely the best. So no. we'll, all right, here <laughs> let's see if we get this one. We're getting kind of uh, detectivey. I think you got me on that one. Okay. And this is from, I think that was maybe the 90s. And I'll tell you, it's NCIS. Uh, okay. So, and they were, if you recall, I believe they were like the naval investigators. Yeah, Mark and Harmon. Mark so, Harmon. Yeah. Good, right. And it's this is one of those shows that are always funny because um, they would always have the person in the lab. 
that would type really loud and then like and like they'd solve the crime somehow by by always like you know blowing up the camera the photo smaller and smaller and they can see one pixel like oh my gosh he's wearing nikes <laughs> those were clearly adidas shoes before but okay and we have well, there have been some crime solved on that really on just a footprint yeah so, on, a, on a shoe print the, really uh, night stalker they had his shoes oh really uh except that when they when he came to san francisco and he did a couple more a murder two murders there mm -hmm. uh they tied him because of the shoes and uh, la didn't want to give them the information of the shoes and they did didn't want to share the no they didn't want to share it because they don't want it to put it out in the air so they promised we're not going to put it out we just want to make sure we're following the same guy to the, to the san francisco, to the francisco yeah so, this so then the mayor Released a whole uh, Feinstein. Oh yeah, she released it. She released everything. He went and dumped the shoes. Oh really? Mm -hmm. That was crazy. There's nice. a good documentary about that. That was like, like eighty two or eighty three. I'm trying to remember when that was, but um, that's interesting. Yeah, we and and it's and it's uh, you know when I when I worked detectives in CSI, we solved I solved a couple of crimes with fingerprints. Okay, you know, you so it's a real thing. It. It's, it's a right. legit. It's thing. a legit thing. Yes. Okay. So forensic science is awesome. Okay. I, I never thought I was going to say that in my life. When I was working narcs, I'd make fun of the CSI guys. I go, well, "You guys aren't real cops, man." They go, "What are you doing?" And then I became one, and she's the first one that yeah, told yeah. me, "He's like, oh, you remember what you used to say?" <laughs> I go, "I know." Put my head down. But it's awesome here. It's like right. forensic science is awesome. You solve a lot of stuff. So, way. so what you're saying is that a kid who wants to study science, let's she's like, she doesn't know if she wants to be a cop chasing people. She can still become a scientist and and become a police officer and solve crimes in the lab and. And the course, really and then the cops take all the credit for it. Right? Well, yeah, of course that's and that's where she gets to walk into the briefing and throw a chair like, oh right, <laughs> and then the old timer's like, right on, I quit. <laughs> all right, let's see if you get this one here. You ready? Renegade, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Let's see if your guest, she's not going to talk. Okay, this one's a little different. It was on Comedy Central, and it was called Reno 911. Oh, <laughs> and basically, they took Cops, that mm -hmm. TV show's been running forever, uh, and they kind of made a parody of it with some cops who were, you know, it's Comedy Central, and yeah. it's very funny. And I'm sure you would not watch it. Uh, I hope you're spouse and family would watch it and laugh but no, it's very funny uh there's a lot of cops that actually watch it because the who was that lieutenant with lieutenant, the shorts lieutenant they, dingle yeah they everybody knew that and i'm like who is that like and i never so watched funny that, oh god it was one he was a bike cop yeah and there was like his bike would just either get uh stolen mm -hmm. or one time it was put over a light post while he was getting some new boots and it's just like <laughs> these ongoing jokes of lieutenant dangle who's very funny and and i just don't want to say this like you know when when you see these cop shows and you see these personalities mm -hmm. they do exist like they're they're actual motifs they're actually yes okay yes so you know especially in a large department you'll mm -hmm. see those same you know they're not come going to show up to work wearing those shorts but they have that same mentality the same and maybe well, off work they're wearing those shorts but who knows well what i love is that they basically also had all of the same uh, mustaches on yes. reno i won't buy they're kind of making fun of the earlier thing mm -hmm. but that was that was the thing there um okay we'll try okay this one we're gonna try this one written by a local the song is actually written by a local sonoma county person mm. but it's a kind of thing here okay we got a few more of these and then we'll here it comes. If you walk through the garden, ah, shoot. you better watch your back. 
So this was a TV show based in Baltimore. Uh, but yeah, but it's that it's that it's cop. I, I've seen the show. It's on HBO. It was on HBO. It's, it is on HBO. Yeah. It's called. Uh, gosh, I forgot the name of it. I'm confusing it with the jail version of it. Right. Oh, right. With so Oz is probably Oz, what you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah. So very similar kind yes. of thing, right? Yes. So this was called The Wire. The Wire. That's right. And it's a fantastic show. It's an awesome show. And uh, it was stunning and also like mm-hmm. bleak, <laughs> dark, but but awesome. What I love about The Wire, it. Every season wasn't actually about the police officers. The main character was Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And then once it was the police, and then it was like the schools, and then it was like the media, and then it was like the politics. Yes. So it showed how much how you're part of a, a, a bigger you know community, mm-hmm. how everything kind of intertwines. Yes. And it was it was a well done show. But all right, I'll do two more and then we can give you a wrap up. Mm-hmm. I know you guys gotta get going here pretty soon. So let me find uh, okay. This one you've got. Hawaii 5.0? Hawaii 5 The original. <laughs> the original. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that, right? <laughs> what? Where, 5.0? Where does that phrase come from? What's, well, they say 5-0? that uh, that uh, there's several versions of it, but I think the original was because the Chippies got the 5.0 Mustang. Okay. So that's where okay. supposedly the they, oh five okay. O's here right okay here comes the, the Mustang here comes right. the five O the five O is going to get you a lot of people say it's because of the show yeah it's got to be so it's one or the other and five O maybe it was some like I bet you it was some writer in L A mm-hmm. thought this would be a cool thing to bake for these Hawaiian guys yes or something like that but I yeah. I've always wondered where that term five O comes from yeah and some and some of the uh, it's funny how some of our penal codes in California are used in in movies or shows oh, and their penal codes are not the same not in those there. states that they're oh. represented. <laughs> like 187? Right. Like, oh yeah, so in Baltimore, that, was a movie. that doesn't exist, right? Uh, and that was a movie, 187. 187. And like, that's not, that's only murder in California. It's not nowhere else. Because someplace else, it was in a different order yeah. in the penal code. So you know somebody from California wrote that show. That is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that, somewhere like a cop in Philadelphia, his eye twitches when he sees that show. He's like, that's not what's going on. <laughs> okay, we're going to go back in time. We're going to do this one. Let's see if we can do it here. Beretta? No, but you're close. You're so close. San Francisco, Streets of San Francisco. Oh, God, I should have done that one too. Dang it, no. <laughs> uh, this was at a time when cars were a big part of the cop shows. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the big thing. Yeah. Uh, there are two two partners, one with blonde hair and one with oh, brown Starsky hair. and Hutch. Okay, Starsky and Hutch, there you go. That's, God, that's been a long time. <laughs> that's a classic. I mean, any 70s show had the wah-wah and yeah. the horn and then Streets of San Francisco. I didn't even think about that one. <laughs> Carl Malden and yeah. uh, Michael Douglas and, yeah. and they're doing it. I'm gonna end with this one, okay? All right. And then, and I hope this, I hope this might work, and we'll see what happens here. It's a more modern one. Yeah. It's a funny one. It's kind of based in a borough of New York. Yeah. No. Okay. No clue. It's called Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, okay. And that's talking about modern, funny mm-hmm. police show, but. I, I try to watch that. I think I watched three episodes and I just kind of like... It's definitely among my kids' generation. Mm-hmm. And they'll do what probably... I don't know how old your kids are, but my, my kids will sit on the couch and watch an entire season on Netflix and they'll stream the whole thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how... Are you, why are you guys... Go do something. Mm-hmm. But they will watch this show 
they think it's hilarious. Yeah, but. I tried, and then maybe that's because they like they're in their like seventh season, right? Something I, th- I think it's yeah. still on. Yeah, yeah, it's been around for a while. It's been um, on, like, uh, how Andy Samberg, he yeah. was in uh, and Terry Crews. Terry Crews, yeah. yeah. Um, but you okay? So I'll tell you what you you will probably not become an expert uh, composer <laughs> for police procedural TV shows. No. But the good news is that's not your job. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If we did a TV show in Sonoma Valley, Sonoma Valley PD or, you know, Valley of the Moon PD or something like that, mm-hmm. w- would you like a character based off of you? <laughs> <laughs> and who would play you? Let's see. My wife would probably say Mario Lopez. Okay. Okay. Mario Lopez. Yes. Yes. Exactly. She couldn't get enough of him when we saw him at uh, Universal Studios a couple years ago. Oh, really? Was it the real Mario Lopez or was it a guy acting like him? It was a real guy. And then we come to find out that we actually were friends with one of the uh, friends who grew up with him. Okay. Okay. So they know him. They know they, they'll call him. They'll like, he, so I'm like, Hey, if, if we go to San Diego, maybe you can I meet I haven't Mario seen him Lopez. acting in a while. I don't know mm-hmm. where he is now other than like, he appears in like infomercials once in a while or something. And yeah. Okay. So Mario Lopez and like, he's like yeah. the small town police chief. He walks to uh, Pete's coffee That's and, right. and he solves crimes on the solves way. Crime. And, like, and he would be up? a good representation of the beauty of Sonoma, right? Exactly, exactly. Like everything's perfect, which it is. <laughs> um, well, before before we leave, if there's any advice you have for people visiting Sonoma Valley, maybe one, how should they behave in such a way so they don't have to meet you professionally? And, well, uh, one of the many ways you can, especially if you're walking down the plaza, mm-hmm. you know, don't stop in the middle of the, of the crosswalk <laughs> and look at the building and take a picture I, while there's cars. There. Yes. So, so, so I love pedestrians. Pedestrians uh, always come first. Correct. But there's a lot of car traffic, too. Mm-hmm. And then if you're driving in a car, just be patient. It's, uh, you know, uh, right. there's a lot of people that come here because it's beautiful here. Uh, the mm-hmm. wine country, there's wineries downtown. There's a lot of places to eat. And, you know, they come to see this place. Right. And so we're, we're perfect here. Take your time and enjoy it, right? Exactly. Um, if... Um, People want to find out more about the Sonoma Police Department. Is it like Sonoma? Is it SonomaPoliceDepartment.org or something? Yes. What's the website? Just <laughs> cityofsonoma.org and okay. then they'll have all the government agencies there. Okay. And if someone listening is interested in a job in uh, law enforcement, um, how would they find information about that? SonomaCountySheriff'sOffice.org. We're okay. always hiring. Okay. Um, you know, we're hiring all, all, all that venue. So we're not just police. We're also... Uh, Correctional deputies. We're also okay. uh, community service officers. We need uh, uh, administrative clerks who process all our reports. Uh, tech, you know, uh, okay. IT people. So there's all kinds of jobs. Oh, and the know. people that work in the lab that actually solve the crimes. Uh, that's actually officers. And then okay, good. So you yeah. And you need. Does anyone? Do they apply to be the grumpy old man or they start young and then they become that person? We want them young so we can train them. <laughs> but <laughs> so we'll take we'll take the laterals too. We'll take them from uh, Santa Rosa, Petaluma, Roner Park, San Francisco right. PD. Uh, once okay. they come over here and they see how great it is, uh, they want to work. They'll here. never they'll never want to leave. Like, they'll never want to leave. It's perfect. No. Great. It, it, we have uh, an awesome community, just not in the Valley, but in Sonoma County in general. Right. I mean, I sat at Pete's Coffee the other day with uh, Sergeant McKinnon and two people – I wasn't in uniform. He was. Mm-hmm. And they both came and thanked them mm-hmm. and for the job that we do. And especially one lady said, especially dealing with people who are, uh, you know, dealing with mental health issues. He mm-hmm. says uh, she had an issue with a mental health issue. 
uh, person and we showed up and we handled that person with care and uh, she was very appreciative. So I appreciate everybody from Sonoma. Believe me here. I can't go anywhere without, if you're in uniform, they say hi to you. They give you a thumbs up or they'll try to buy you a cup of coffee, which is great. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) <laughs> That's why you're so highly caffeinated all the time. That's like, right. Ah, I want to keep us awake. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chief, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we want to encourage all of our listeners, uh, when you're here and you're looking for information, go to SonomaValley.com for information. When you're here in town and you see one of our fine Sonoma Valley police uh, officers, say hello to them. Uh, thank them for the work they're doing and follow the laws so you can just keep it all on the positive, right? So, That's right. Thank you. you. All right, thanks for joining us. And uh, everybody else, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. We'll have all sorts of great guests moving forward. Thank you very much.